Hello all, this is Blonde Hair Girl. I wanted to do a quick check-in uh, for my, my listeners who are pretty steady uh, because I'm guessing that you're wondering where the hell I am. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just think it's funny. Um, but I just know this because I I have people that I follow and when I don't see them for periods of time, I'm like, okay, where are they? Are they okay? Have they fallen off the face of the earth? Like, what's going on? Um, <clears throat> so I had this thing happen, transpire on Sunday, and, uh, and I'm just going to share it with you. Uh, you know, sometimes I wonder, like, just bear with me on this, this thought that, I mean, we're traveling through space. So it's like we're on this, this planet that is, that is in continuous motion. And then we're being pulled by the sun through the, the solar system through space. And, and sometimes I wonder if we just go through when while we're moving through space weird energies that that are just weird that just impact us um this is just something that i i wonder uh, i mean it's like all of this work is you know that oh i create my reality it's like i'm sitting here and i just got to tell you i have to tell you because sometimes the things that happen in, in my life are so weird. Then, like, how did I create that? I just want to know. Like, okay, so what was happening before? What was what was happening before that happened? And anyway, but let me just tell you what happened. <laughs> so, okay, I'm going to back up to Saturday. So on Saturday, there was this 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 little fair that a business owner in my town puts on it kind of seems like she puts these on like about every three months she has these little fairs and people come and in all actuality it's, it's it is a way to drum up business to have people start to use this person as a practitioner it's the only thing I can figure out it's like you go and you get this little blurb and then you come back. Um, but so I'd walked in the room and I kind of scanned the room and I was the most attracted to not attracted as in romantically attracted. I know we have these, we always think something is some way. I mean, I would think if I said I was so attracted um, to this, this young man. And so I went over and I sat with him and I, I really, he just was a first rate individual and, and I was very impressed. He did a little tarot card read and I was very impressed with the tarot cards that he pulled out for me. Um, but anyway, he, he is a breathwork person and, and he, sound healing and um, inner child work. And anyway, so he, he, uh, he, he was going to be having a, 
a circle the next day. So I said, okay, I'll come. So the next day, and the next day was very interesting. So Sunday, um, and then in the interim of all this, this is so weird. Um, my, okay, I have some, some people in the neighborhood that I have been close to for years, like especially the last five years. And we, I just love them so much that, I mean, I really love this family. They are very, very dear to me. And her oldest daughter was pregnant and was due on the 26th. And we had this in common. It's just this crazy thing. So, but the 26th was a weird day because it was the day that I think her dad, her husband passed away. So, so my, my friend's daughter passed away. They're all my friends, but, and, and, and I don't know, there was this weird connection to him and other, like a grandfather and all these people. And so I was secretly hoping the baby would be born on the 26th, but the baby wasn't born on the 26th. And the reason why that was a connection to me was because my niece was born on the 22nd of March. And then my nephew, a nephew of mine passed away on the March 22nd. And this is a very special day in in my family. And I was due, my youngest son was due on the 17th. And I went over, well, they didn't let me go overdue with my daughter because I have really big babies. I mean, my first baby was eight pounds, um, 13 ounces. So my babies are like huge. I don't know why, because I'm like a, I'm a relatively average female. And um, yet I have these like mammoth babies. So, um, and then my my youngest son, so they were hoping that the baby would be born on the 22nd of March. And what ended up happening was, um, so we went down for this celebration. It was my niece's, I believe it was my niece's 14th birthday, but would it be, I think it would be because, oh my gosh, I can't believe how much time has passed, y'all. That is insane making that oh my god but anyway it very well could have been her 14th birthday and um and so we had gone down because every year my other sister they would shoot off these rockets at the cemetery in honor of my the passing of my nephew so we would go to the cemetery and we'd have this celebration of I guess his life like every year and and I um, and so, and I had midwives with my youngest. And so I ended up, we ended up going, we went to this celebration and, and I was so pregnant, y'all. I, I just, and <laughs> people were kind of stopping me. Like, what are you doing? Like, you need to get to the hospital, like right now, you know, cause I mean, I, I looked absurd. I really did. Um, I did, I did indeed. I gained about 90 pounds. <laughs> 
<laughs> during that pregnancy, which I know sounds insane, but it's true. Um, <laughs> but I did lose it. I did lose the weight and fairly quickly. It's just so funny because I was, I was so big. And um, <laughs> I remember this guy, he was like making fun. He's like, you need to go right now or you're going to have that baby on the freeway. I'm like, no, I'm not. Because I knew I have like pretty long labors. So I'm just like, I'll be fine. Um, so it was the weirdest thing. So like I, almost at the stroke of midnight, literally like the next day. So my youngest son was born on on March 23rd. <laughs> so he could have his own day, new day, new start, I suppose. But anyway, so we had this in common, my my neighbor and I, and I, I was secretly hoping the baby would be born on the 26th, and he wasn't. He, So I had um, texted her early in the day, and she had said, hopefully we'll have a baby today. So they were inducing labor on Sunday, the um, 29th of, of, Janu- of, Febu- of January. So, um, anyway, so I went about my day. I had a very productive day. And, and then at 6.30, I go to this breathwork session. Okay, so, and I, I, I have my own practice. So I have my own meditation practice. And um, I've been taught a way to do the breath and you know, and it was, it's not that I'm like totally against other breaths, but I don't know how else to say this, but I just know what gets me there. I know what gets me to a state and, and, and to begin with, it doesn't really take much. It's like you turn on the music and I'm, you know, um, I'm there. Uh, but, but anyway, so I'm, I'm doing this, this circle, this, um, breathwork session and I had said something well okay so I started out doing my a walking meditation that that evening as well so I do this like walking meditation and so I'm already there and I'm sending I'm sending this 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 very young person I think she's about 18 maybe 19 years old who's in labor and I'm I do this this whole like session on her to send her, you know, I guess just the best possible outcome that could happen for that family. And, and then I go to this, this session, um, this breath work. So I I also have the intention. So like, when I'm in this breath work session, I am, I am very intentional about it, about my, my friend's daughter and being in labor. And so I'm, I'm, and it was, it was fascinating uh, to me. Uh, So I did have some things happen in my body, like, and it was very different than anything I've ever felt before. Um, It was more like a, a very fast, like almost jiggling in my in my chest area and in my brain like this this like jiggling this very I mean it wasn't it was it was like it was it was a good I mean it was a good feeling but it was just different and during this they were we got blessed with like 
not that this person wasn't enough because of course he was, but we, I knew there was going to be sound bowls, but then there was this guy that came in with these dithery doos. Is that what they're called? So he comes in with these great big instruments and he had all these different instruments and, and it was such a blessing. I can't, I can't even tell you. It was, it was really amazing. And so I go out and I'm just like completely zenned out. I mean, I'm like completely in the zone. And so this was about, this was between about 6.30 and I got out of that at about 8.20. So I end up um, going home and I, you know, and I just go get ready for bed. And I'm, I'm laying in my bed, you know, and I've taken off all my makeup and I'm in my pajamas and I'm, I got all my stuff on my face. My, so I'm like, I'm ready to go to bed. All of a sudden I hear, um, in my neighborhood, I hear, I hear a, a dog just yelp. This dog is just, I hear a dog yelping and, and then I hear just so much ruckus. And I can hear people yelling and I can hear, and it sounds like, like domestic violence to me. I mean, along with whatever's happening with the dog. So I, I, I throw on my, my robe and my slippers and I go running down the stairs and I tell my son to call 911 because there is something's amiss here. And I could tell it was bad. So I I go running out of our little courtyard and I, I go I go into a it's like a parking lot that's really close to like right around the corner from me and there's about ten people and there are two dogs that I can see. There may have been more, but I think there were only two dogs and I don't see anyone I recognize. And I'm just trying to see if everybody's okay and nobody's talking to me, which is fine. But I, I'm just like, I'm trying to help. And then there's this this one dog just keeps getting loose and running toward this other dog. But the other dog at this point is is not on the ground. It's like, and I, I kind of don't know why they didn't pull the other dog away from this sooner. But it all happened very fast. I mean, I don't even know if I was out there for a minute. I mean, it was all very fast and very chaotic. And then I saw I saw my most direct neighbors. She lives right we share a wall neighbor's daughter and their dog so and there was this man who was like an angel and i still don't know i have not seen him and he was he he was carrying the dog and carried it to their front door my neighbor and my neighbor's daughter to their front door and there was blood and and then she was trying to wake up her mom kind of pounding on the door mom mom open the door and so her mom opens the door and then it's just pandemonium. I mean, I felt so bad because they were very concerned about their dog because I hadn't quite figured out what had happened yet. Um, so 
the daughter tells the mom to take the dog to the emergency vet. And I knew where the emergency vet was. So I, I, I said, I'll drive you. Cause I don't think she could have driven because she was just, you know, I mean, it was just shocking to be woken up and then there's just chaos. So I, I'm taking her and her dog to the vet and, and we're driving. And then while we're driving, they get, she gets a text that her daughter, the police have talked to her and the ambulance has come and they're taking her to the emergency room because she got bit. And she has a pretty bad bite on her hand. And so, and so the, and so we get there and I mean, it's just like, like, it's kind of unfortunate. It's like, I know that the mom wants to be with her daughter. And I mean, I know the dog is important, but like the, the daughter is more important in some ways than the dog, which sounds terrible, but, and so I guess that, that what had happened was my neighbor had walked, um, her dog was went to walk her dog. The daughter went to walk the dog. And then this dog just came out of nowhere and attacked her dog. And so she was trying to defend her dog and she got bit in the process. And <clears throat> so I don't really know much beyond dropping my neighbor off. And I don't know how bad the bite was. Um, but the weird thing is, is I have not seen them. I've literally not seen them and their, their shades are drawn and I have not seen them walking their dog. I have not laid eyes on them since this happened. And I've been very concerned about them, but I can't, you know, I can only do so much. Um, so, so, and then this is really weird, but so the next day I, I go to work, which is a Monday. Oh, but in the process of all of this, I got to tell you, um, in the process of all this, we're sitting in the vet office and then I get pictures of the baby. And this baby is so cute. Is so cute. So my 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 really good friend, I th I'm not sure what she ethnicity she is, but her children all have are native. She has um her kids look native. And they have a really close attachment to the tribe in our neighborhood. I mean, in our community. And, and so I knew that the, that the baby was part native, but <laughs> so I was asking, you know, so what is, you know, cause I kind of know dad a little bit. He's, he's, um, kind of quiet around at least me. Um, and they said he's Sicilian. <laughs> so dad is Sicilian. Isn't that like the coolest thing? And they were telling me that um, he comes from a family of, of like clowns, that they, they, they were performers. This is just like the coolest thing ever. And I'm like, oh my God, that is so crazy. So this baby is like, has a lot of ethnicity in him including native and Sicilian. Isn't that just like the coolest thing? Anyway, I got to hold him last night. It's like, I, I went over, I said, can I, you know, I want to meet the baby. And, um, and I'm like, 
I'm like auntie. I'm like ascribed auntie. And <laughs> I'm like, I will be his auntie. And I said, oh, if you ever need to like, I'll babysit, you know. <laughs> I love this baby. Oh my God, he is so cute. Um, and he just laid in my arms and his like legs were kicking and he was smiling. He was sleeping the whole time. But anyway, so backing up. So while I'm, while I'm at the vet, the emergency vet, she had the baby, she had the baby around like nine, 15 ish, um, that evening. So in the middle of all this ruckus, me driving, she, she gave birth. (laughs) So I'm glad that went okay. (laughs) So the next day I'm a little shaky. I'm, I'm still a little shaky from all of this, like, uh, crazy stuff. I go to work, I come home, I force myself to go on a walk. So I I walk outside to go on a walk. And then there is this, this altercation going on between somebody that I know and, and care about in the neighborhood and, and another person. So we have, we have like three, we have two, two pit bulls in, in, we all share walls. So there's this whole, like, um, it's like communal living in a way. I mean, it's not, but like I have a townhome and so we're all connected and there's about eight of us. And so there are two pit bulls that look very much alike um, that are, you know, in right, right in, in like share walls with me. And, and, um, and so, and this was the other one. So the, the woman who I'm talking, talking about in this second scenario is not associated with what happened. She didn't even know what had happened the night before. I can't believe she missed that because there was ambulance and yelling and yelping and like she's missing a lot, which is good because I I feel like I get the brunt of so much of the drama that goes on in our neighborhood that too much. Like I just don't want to know. But anyway, um, although I do feel like for some reason I was in the right place at the right time to help my neighbor. So I was happy about that. But so I'm walking out and, and this, this man who is pretty new to our neighborhood and he, and he walks this, um, small dog. It looks like kind of like a, a mini pin chihuahua-esque looking dog that I perceive to be kind of a dark red color. And I've also gotten some weird vibes from him. I get like weird vibe and I, I have been like, and I see him a lot because for some reason we're always walking around the same time. And I, I, but I get a weird vibe and I've just really stayed away from this guy. Um, <clears throat> and I mean, I try my damnedest to not be judgmental in this world and maybe Maybe I can read energy, but this guy had a really weird energy 
that I was really uncomfortable with. So I just stayed away from him as much as humanly possible. And he is talking very sternly to my other neighbor, who is really sweet. She and her husband have two little children, and I am very loyal to them. And she's talking very sternly. And I finally just look at her. I said, you know, you don't have to stand here and take this abuse. Um, what he had said was that her dog had attacked him and he kicked the dog and he said, I have better boots now. And if that ever happens again, if your husband ever loses track, loses the lead, drops the leash again, you know, I may shoot it. I mean, he made threats against her dog. And and I was really disturbed by this. And I just kind of like, I looked at him. I said, look, you know, I've lived here for 10 years. This is a really friendly neighborhood, generally. Like, it, this happens. Sometimes you lose track of your dog. It may happen to him someday. And he may need our help to round up his dog. I didn't say that to him. But I mean, I've lost track of my dog you know, and thank God I've been able to quickly get get my dog again. But I didn't know the whole story of what had happened. And But he was putting signs around our neighborhood that had pictures of pit bulls. They weren't the pit bulls that were in question. They were other pit bulls that he had found on the internet. And he put warning and it was like dangerous dogs on the loose. And had named the one dog by by name and I mean I I was just so I just was like you know <laughs> I I was very tempted I was just like you know maybe I just need to move you know maybe I need to look into moving like because I I just I don't know. The energy here is very strange. Like I have very close people that I, that I have here that I am, that I really love. And they're like my friends and, and I've been friends with them for years. And then there's like, um, there is, um, just weird energy there's you know I have like a handful of friends and and then um and then it's just weird energy and I just I just don't know if I want to continue to live here uh and and I I bought this place for my son you know and I'm sitting here like maybe I could buy something else for him you know that might even be more convenient and I wouldn't have to deal with with you know um I mean, it might change my life course a little bit and that I, you know, might have to make some different decisions or maybe I just need to go go to my practices with this to have enough money to buy a place that I would really like to live in, in a neighborhood that, that would be, I suppose, safer. Although, I mean, I, I don't know if you're ever like completely safe in any neighborhood. I mean, are you? I mean, I don't know. Like dogs... And it wasn't even the dog. Um, although this guy 
on on Monday evening was saying that the other dog was put down and he may have been because animal control took that dog. And so that dog may may not be on this side um of of realms. Uh but anyway, so I asked myself like how exactly did I did I manifest that? Like how did I create that reality on Sunday night. I mean, I come home, I'm all zinned out. I mean, you would think, okay, so I'm in the vibration of, of love, of complete love and bliss, only to have utter chaos, sort of to be in like a hellish state. Like, you know, and I... And, and did I bring that on? Did I create that? Um, and so I have to say, like, I, I don't know. I, I, um, I don't know how all of this works, um, but it feels a little bit less. The only way I can say, so sorry, but not random. Then it, then, or it feels a little bit less like random like it, it feels more random than 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 that I deliberately am continuously deliberately creating my day I mean because I've had other things happen where I you know a few years ago I had gone to this person's house and when I walked into her house she had just verbally just went off on me I mean, she just lost it on me. And I was like, okay, so what did I do before I got here? And I and I had been at Starbucks eating my favorite snack, drinking a matcha latte, and I was doing work in the car. I was happy. So how did I bring on unhappiness from happy? And so, and so I don't know. And it's like, like we're moving through space when we're moving through space. And while we're moving through space, we're moving through different energy, different wavelengths of energy. And so it, I mean, fortunately or unfortunately, we, we're moving through somebody else's energy space. And that person could could be in a completely different energy. And so I guess in some ways I am not yet. Um, <laughs> although I know that that's not true. I mean, I know that I do have an impact on, on a room. I have an impact on a room. I have an impact on, on you know, I believe that I do. Um, and so... But not enough. But I'm trying to like like soothe myself with the thought that I was in the right place at the right time to help my neighbor twice this week. Um, the other one in the verbal altercation where I just told her to walk away because you don't have. There's no point in engaging it with people that are hell bent on on being in their mood or whatever. Um, and by the way, 
I guess that the guy had called the police and the police told him that he could not put up those flyers. He said he had 75 of them and he was going to put them up all over town. And somebody told him he couldn't. I found that out from my son. <laughs> Being in the know, right? I want to be in the know. But anyway, I just... um. So the last few days have just been very strange for me. I um I just I'm I'm I just feel really unsettled. Like I'm 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 still in this space where I I I actually have plans and I'm not sure if I should share them. I'm just going to keep them to myself, I guess, for the moment. I have plans and I'm I'm just going to to be sending it to God and and to and I already have had a couple of opportunities come my way um or come to mind for me and then a third one came to mind last yesterday and, and I looked it up <laughs> and just as an aside I just I just have to say this I I just think it's amazing um I was looking into something and it said that I had to have a COVID vaccine or I could not work for this place. This isn't a different state that I would like to move to. And and I'm sitting there as like, I don't even know if I can work in that state without a vaccine. I really don't. I feel like every single, because this was a deterrent for me earlier and I'm not vaccinated um, for COVID. Um, I think that I may have like measles from when I was a child, but I am not. <clears throat> and I've talked about this over and over in my material. I, If you're interested in that, you can go find, because usually when I talk about vaccines, it, it is like in the title. And it, it really is a... a a bothersome thing for me. Um, I have I have these people that I follow that I, I really like them. I not only like them, I care about them and their well-being. I want good for them. Um, some people, especially on TikTok, um, that I have, I, and it's strangely enough, I feel like I have this community there. Maybe it's a pseudo community, but I don't care. They, I, I consider them like my friends in a way. And I don't have very many friends. I spend a whole lot of time alone. And, and you know what? I just don't care. I'm not going to judge myself anymore about this. It just is what it is. So, um, but they are all liberal, as I guess you would expect from me. They're all liberal, but they are all in unison on this thing, the COVID vaccine. And call anybody who didn't get vaccinated, science deniers, Trumpers, um, they are so negative on anyone who did not get the vaccine. And, And so I'm in this like really weird no man's land on this issue. But I will go back to this. I don't understand anyone who trusts the government. And I don't care who's in charge. I don't, I don't understand anyone who trusts the CDC, who just trusts them. Like, who trusts the World Health Organization. Who, like, who trusts a pharmaceutical, Pfizer. 
Um, who trusts these people? Like you're putting your trust in like these. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. It's like, like, anyway. And I, and I got to tell you, it doesn't just come out of nowhere for me. I've been this way for years, for years. I'm going to tell you like this crazy story. I know I'm going on and on. This isn't a quick check-in. So when my, my son, my oldest child, had both of the chicken pox, both the chicken pox and the chicken pox booster when he was a child, and my son got chicken pox. <clears throat> so I call the CDC and I love, you know, and I love this because my sister said the same thing. My sister said, um, oh, well, he got a better case of it. No, he didn't get a better case of it. There was no better case. My son was covered in chicken pox from head to toe. It's like, you're not standing here in front of my child. So, so, so like, stop talking. You know, so I went and I, and I called the CDC. I said, I don't understand this. He had the chicken pox and the chicken pox booster. Basically, why does he have chicken pox? Oh, well, maybe it was a bad batch. They told me that. Maybe they didn't keep it at the right temperature when they brought the vaccine to, to me, to, to give it to people. Um, I have a son, my oldest son is diagnosed autistic. When he was about 20 months old, I took him to get his measles, mumps, and rubella together back then. I was a little suspicious of vaccines even before I gave him, which may have contributed to this. I already had suspicion. But my mother always told me the vaccine is better than the disease. My mom was like with the polio vaccine and people getting polio and it was terrible. And so I just listened to my mom because I trusted her. So my, my, but a few months and honestly it was, it, it was like he had the vaccine in October and in December he had his first seizure. I don't know if I've even talked about this in my material. Um, he had a seizure and it was horrifying to me. Like I, I so I was a, I was a pretty young mo mother. He, he was, he was what he was at this point, 20 months old. And, and I, and I was, he was really hot. He had a fever. And, um, and so I went and I was reading in like what to expect, you know, the toddler years or whatever, one of those books. And there was this thing on fibrial seizures. And I, and I was like, that's never going to happen. Those were my exact thoughts. That's never going to happen. And so anyway, I give my son a, a dose of Advil or whatever, a fever reducer. And I'm laying there. And then all of a sudden he starts to have a seizure and I'm screaming and his dad comes in and his dad is like holding him up and I call 911 and I'm screaming on the phone. I'm, I, I don't know what I'm doing. And 
And the lady said, look, you got to calm down because you got to help your son. And I'm going to tell you how. And so I'm in the bathroom trying to get like tidbit, like, like room temperature, cloths, water. I just stripped him down to his diaper. And then I put this, these on him. And pretty soon the, the fire department came. So the fire department comes and they, they basically tell me, there's nothing you can do. So like they said, don't even take him to the hospital. But and so after they leave, I'm 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 laying there and, and he is like a heat lamp. I mean, like literally like a heat lamp. And I'm like, we got to take him to the hospital. I, I just I can't. And. um, <clears throat> And so. You know, and then years later, I think that I continued, I continued giving him vaccines until he was four and my daughter was two. And I had taken my son to a homeopath during the time that, that, um, we were finding out that he was autistic. That's a whole other story that I don't know if I, I may have shared that story, but I don't know. Anyway, and the homeopath said, do not ever give him another vaccine as long as he lives. That's what he said. And I haven't. And now he's an adult and he chooses for himself. Now my children choose for my, themselves. Um, I did give my son, my youngest son, some vaccines. But I got another story and then I'm going to go. But I just got to share this story with you. This is crazy. So my, my son was um, about, I want to say, 12 years old, and there was supposedly this measles outbreak in Arizona. I don't even know if these things are true. <laughs> they, they may be doing this as a, a scare tactic to get people to vaccinate their kids. I don't know. But I was the most nervous to give my youngest son the measles, mumps, and rubella. He had some vaccines, but not all of them. I, I picked and chose the vaccines that I gave him. And, and, so, and so I ended up, somebody from the soccer team, some mom had talked to me about this measles. And, and I, I was not in a good frame of mind. I guess when my son was um, 12 years old, I was... It was during the time when I was coming off of Paxil and I was, I was not in a good frame of mind. And so I decided out of fear to take my son over to the health department to get vaccinated for measles, mumps, and rubella, I guess. I guess it was an MMR. <clears throat> no sooner does, do I give him this vaccine, he is really sick. He is so sick. And, and, I, and, and I can't stand it when people try to tell me stuff about it. My son had a fever of 103 for three days. He had, he had measles. He had these, this rash all over his chest. He was really sick. And I was the one that was there taking care of him. So I call the health department. You know, my son is really sick. And then they're just like, oh, well, yeah, that happens. That happens in some cases. When are you bringing him back for his booster? 
I was so angry. I, I just, you know, I, I could just can't. <laughs> and so what I'm trying to say is that is that I I basically don't trust the government. <laughs> I'm just gonna say that. I'm not like like this hardline anti-vaxxer. And I and I haven't cared enough about the issue to go head to, to go head to head with all of these all of these people that I follow that I care about. Like but every single time they open their mouth on this subject and they lump me in with with being a basically a fundamentalist christian trump lover it just because i'm i'm not pro vaccine I, I just i can't even tell you it's like i just can't stand being put in a box don't put me in a box and i'm your friend but here's a perspective that you are not considering <clears throat> and and one of these influencers ended up in the hospital over over the weekend. I was very concerned about her and I couldn't help but think that maybe this was from possibly from the vaccine because she's she's boosted up but also she's had covid which which is a whole other thing. Like they said in the beginning that it would not do the transfer that if you got this vaccine, you were helping everyone because you wouldn't spread it and and you wouldn't get it. And they did. They did get COVID. Um, and they got it almost almost assuredly more likely to get it than other people. Like, like I don't know how you trust trust people who make claims that they have to redact is that the word redact their their claims like months later yeah after we've tried this on you know millions of people in this country and worldwide after we've tried this vaccine on everyone did, did our tests on our population we're going to see how how the fallout is so basically i went on the long way to to explaining this but i i don't know if i could get a job in this that place where I would like to move without and I don't even know if I need a job you know I'm just gonna have to put it out to the universe with all of this just sort of you know um imagine imagine living in the new house here you know because I'm always gonna want a place for my son but me moving and with the job of my dreams not a job but money flowing in easily but anyway <sighs> so this is why you haven't heard from me in a few days. <laughs> but you can all, always find me also on my on my YouTube station. Um, I've been posting a lot more on there. And I've been doing this Sunday morning chat, which has been really fun for me. Although I haven't had a lot of viewers yet. I mean, maybe they will a lot more in the future. I don't know. Maybe it's not a good time. Maybe I should do something earlier in the day or later in the day or maybe on Saturdays instead. I don't know. But anyway, I want to thank you for listening. I appreciate you. And I'll be back with other ideas. And that's a wrap.